Hello and welcome everybody to the Last Word Podcast, W-E-R-D. I am your host and humble producer, motherfucking Gino, at your service, guiding you through this next half hour of um, whatever comes. Quick recap, I am completely officially unemployed. I don't know if you've been paying attention. Uh, I... Had a, I've, I had like half of three jobs that I was working like once a week, maybe here and there, and it was kind of getting me by. And, and uh, now I'm just really focused on comedy. I was barbacking at a bar, which was kind of like one of those really high volume bars. And it's the only reason I was barbacking. I've been bartending for a long time, but uh, clearly wasn't a good fit. Bartending is really about, do we like you? And they didn't like me. It was kind of, not to put a stereotype out there, it was kind of some bitchy gay dudes running the bar and and we just don't speak the same language is all and uh i just i just feel like they they kind of tried to like me for a little bit but people are on one side of the fence they either love me or they they fucking can't stand my guts and there's there's not really a lot of in between some people like and i've seen people be on i've seen people be on both sides of the fence where they they love me and then they never. Then then they're just like, why do I ever have to be around that guy? And I honestly don't know what the chemistry is that I put out there in my blood that makes some people just like really love me and like reach out to me and try to like fight for my time, and other people just be like, ugh, is that guy still around? Like that look that I get from some people, I have no idea. But I I'm pretty sure it's 100% of the reason that I'm a comedian or that I'm that I make a decent comedian at least. That this um. This way that people completely either relate or are just completely, like Patrice O'Neill said, half the audience loves you and half the audience is like completely, uh, what do they say? Fearful? Anyway, half the audience wishes they wasn't there. Uh, I'm not sure. It's funny. I'm not even like, a, I'm not a Patrice O'Neill fan, but I guess I more and more get that statement. Because even though I believe that jokes should have broad appeal, the broadest appeal the person who has the jokes with the most broad appeal by reputation is Jay Leno. And I've never liked Jay Leno. I don't like that broad appeal kind of shit. I'm really, I think comedy at its best is pushing lines, pushing lines and or just being fucking stupid. But even like being stupid and pushing lines, pushing against boundaries, not crossing them, but just understanding where they are and just kind of playfully batting at the boundary i feel like that's really where i'm at and some people just aren't comfortable with that at all and i don't even think it comes from a a perspective of like people being offended i actually i was thinking about that because i wanted i would love in my career to have these big long sort of meaningful sets it was still with jokes lots of jokes i don't want to go full dave Chappelle and just talk philosophy for an hour and a half i still want it to be really funny i guess closer to louis ck but i wouldn't want to go through that kind of scandal but but you know what i mean just um like this philosophical like we're talking about life and i'm also making you laugh and part of that is i I think some people i don't get along with people for whom the status quo has really worked out for them they just don't get me because i'm just i'm just weird enough right like i'm not a complete fucking weirdo or maybe i am i don't know and maybe the fact that I look like a normal person, I come across, I just wear jeans and a shirt like any other person, and uh, I speak in a monotone, just like the most normal, boring person you ever heard, and then what comes out of my mouth 
confuses people because you didn't expect it to come out of this package. I'm not dressed all funny. I'm not trying to make a spectacle of myself. But then I say something and it's so just strange and off and not what you'd have expected. And the automatic reaction to confusion is, is anger. So people just kind of like that part of their brain, if they don't process immediately or if they don't have the wherewithal to process it, they're just immediately angry at things I say, even if they're not necessarily offensive. It's just like, why would you say something like that if you don't really have like a well-developed sense of humor or if you're not trying to hear, you know, read between the lines or hear the words behind the words. I don't mean to say that I'm like really deep or anything like that, but I kind of fucking am. Honestly, like if I'm being honest, I notice that the world right now is catching up to me and my thinking when I was a small child. Like just, like just now, like just now, people are recognizing that our politicians are way too fucking old. This is a thought I had like in high school. Just, just old people are making laws for everyone else and they're so detached from the world. They're like, they're literally like some, some of our politicians, I don't know if they've been diagnosed, but they've been, they have onset dementia. Like, let's talk about Joe Biden for a second. Like, I'm a liberal. You know what I mean? I'm an annoying fucking liberal. But Joe Biden, dude, the guy, he's, he should be relaxing right now. He should be. Josh Johnson said on his set, he's like, dude, Joe Biden didn't even want to run. And then we made him. And now he, he even said, he's like, look how old I am. And now we see him on stage and we're like, oh, my God, look how old he is. You know what I mean? He should be relaxing. He should be at Martha's Vineyard paying sex workers to try to get his dick hard. I don't know, man. Whatever people do when they're old and rich relaxing drinking wine or eating grapes i don't know man i don't know what life is about when when you're that old and that rich but or diane feinstein over here or mitch mcconnell mitch mcconnell is also you know it's just this thing that happens in life but these people they're incumbents and i I don't i really don't understand you know what it is it's the show because we're drawn to this presidential election every four years and that's the only thing we care about and we're not paying attention to the actual people who are part of the machine, and that's the people who are, like, kind of right near us. Like, our local Congress people, our local mayor, who's fucking us out of, like, who knows how much money and parking tickets every month. Like, it's this privilege to be able to put your car somewhere. Anyway, I don't want to get too much on a soapbox. But just people are just now kind of waking up to that. Our politicians are really fucking old, and maybe... They, we wouldn't have to wait for them to mature so long if we didn't treat our kids like fucking retards. That's where it always goes back to for me. Like, your kids were smart when they were small children, and then you treated them like fucking retards, and then they grew up to be these stupid moronic people. And they, it wasn't their fault. Like, my brother was a genius. My brother was a genius when he was a kid. Like, the ideas he had when he was, like, nine years old, I hear people... I hear like captains of industry like starting to say that those things could be possible or whatever. And, uh, and then my parents just kind of like treated him like he was a, a dumb piece of shit. And then he grew up to be this kind of just like, I love him. He's, he's such a great person and he's su- got such a good heart. And I don't mean to make it sound like I'm talking mean about him, but that's what happened to him. He just grew up kind of like fucked up. You know what I mean? That's what happens to people if they're, they're bored and they're, they're, uh, what is it the Tyler, the creator, called it? He called it uh, uh, unused promise. Ah, I hate it when I lose words. Anyway, you understand what I mean. Um, ah, I hate it when I lose words like that. Anyway, when you, when you have it in you and you don't use it, you know what I mean? It's like that entire, that play, that 1960s play 
uh, a raisin in the sun. Unused potential, that's what I meant to say. Anyway, that's, so that's just me saying, like, yeah, I am, I am a fucking deep person. And that's why I shut up most of the time, because I know that what I have to say is, is something that the other person doesn't want to listen to. And I'm fine. I'm on board with that. I know that what I have to say is something you don't want to hear, and I'm not about to say it. Oh, that's the sound of horns. Maybe I should shut the window here and turn on the AC. Anyway, in other news, Twitter is now X. Isn't that funny? Oh, I kind of wanted to finish the recap. So I'm unemployed, and I'm... I see people around me working as comics, and I just want to do that. Like, when is it going to happen if not now? You know what I mean? If not now, when? I'm, I'm ready. I have all this material, and the mics are hurting me as much as they're helping me. Doing five minutes at a time, it feels like you have your back up against the wall when you have, like, 20 minutes to half an hour of material that you really need to put together in a cohesive set. And you're just doing five minutes at a time, three minutes at a time. If you're lucky, maybe ten minutes at a time. And that's sparsed out, you know. I want to be out there working. So I'm, I'm taking content seriously. I'm doing the podcast here more frequently. I'm doing TikTok like every fucking day, you know. And I'm just trying to like please the algorithm. At first I was just whoring myself out. And I, try, I thought I came up with this big cheat where I was, I was just talking about anything. But uh, I used the TikTok green screen feature to put just like hot women making out in the background behind me so that people people wouldn't even listen to what i was saying they're just kind of stuck watching these hot women make out behind me like not just like making out but just like tongues all stood they're sucking on each other's tongues and and grabbing each other on each other's titty balls and shit uh but the algorithm <laughs> the algorithm didn't care for that and i would get like four pl- because right the algorithm kind of shoots you out there it's the, up to the algorithm to shoot you out there and decide how many people even get a chance to like your stuff. <coughs> Excuse me. And I was getting like zero plays, four plays, five plays. And I'm doing like more on-brand content for me. I'm just trying to write jokes about regular pop culture every single day. And so the algorithm is treating me more fairly now, I would say. <coughs> Excuse me. And I'll say it's getting decent engagement. But I mean, that's just, that's just how I see people. I don't even want to say making it. That's how I see people getting out there. I'm so worried. On the last podcast I was listening to, I could hear every time I was breathing. And I remember I learned a long time ago that I breathe really loud because I used to play music. And so you have to record yourself. The same as doing stand-up. You record yourself to see how you sounded. (coughs) Excuse me. I know that was a big loud breath. And then all I could hear over... uh, Because I, I didn't have people to play with. So I would play these little backtracks for myself to solo over. And over the backtracks, I would just hear this, you know what I mean? Just this heavy breathing. Anyway, <coughs> I've had this tickle in my throat for months. That's why I can't smoke anymore. I know that's a smoking tickle. I just have like these sensitive bronchies. My mom's allergic to tobacco. I've never smoked like what you would call like the way other people smoke like several joints a day. I've never smoked like that. So I know I just got weak bronchies. Anyway, I'm just explaining the tickle in my throat. So I'm doing content every single day. Uh, we've made a battle plan to, to like kind of sparse out this pilot that we have so that we don't release it all at the same time and kind of shoot our wad on it and like solicit uh, funding for future stuff. We're planning to make this um, music video of the song that I wrote called Rich Dick. <clears throat> and so we're really taking content very seriously. 
and and really like trying to put my face out there and uh really just try and all this is just me trying to tour wanting to be a working comedian just taking it really seriously and putting all of my eggs in that basket because that's what i want to do i was on a um i was on a podcast last weekend not this last weekend but the weekend before that <coughs> called just a chingon excuse me and uh, at the end, the guy says, hey, do you have any advice? And it's weird for... I'm, I'm not in a position to be giving anybody advice. At the most, I could, I could give maybe some joke writing advice, but not life advice. Excuse me. I just burped. I hope you didn't hear that. That's gross. And uh, I didn't want to give the old, tired, keep chasing after your dreams. Because number one, I don't think that's good advice. Um, some people chasing after their dreams... First of all, I don't like the word dreams for it. Once you start gearing your actions toward it, they become goals. I don't like this dream. Dreams evaporate. You know what I mean? You're chasing goals. You're making realistic goals. And right now, my goal is to just headline headline locally just so I can be like a little more visible as a competent comic. <clears throat> and part of that is I just need to be kicking ass around town. I need to be hitting up other venues, going on other shows. And again, hitting, you know, hitting my content, hitting my content goals. So what I said was, uh, okay, well, I mean, instead of, instead of like keep reaching for your goals or keep chasing that dream or all this hack kind of stuff, look, this is the advice I gave. Life is hard anyway. You might as well be doing what you love. Life is going to be hard no matter what. It might as well be hard and you're also doing what you love. There, that's it. And whatever you, and it doesn't have to be a specific thing as long as you're enjoying yourself every day. Or maybe what you're doing every day is allowing you to do what you love. And maybe what you love is just raising your kids, raising your kids right. <clears throat> That's another thing. I want to have kids really soon. And I want to be, I just want to be set up in the, in the craft, in the making a living, being a comic. That's all. I just want, I want to have kids and I want to be kind of set up in the industry. And uh, I just feel like I'm so close. But I'm definitely not there. So I could just be lying to myself. Who knows? Maybe that's the advice I should have gave. Keep lying to yourself. To be successful, you have to be lying to yourself a fair amount. To be fair. Um, let's talk about some current events. How about that? Let's get off the topic of me. and start talking about other people. Um, Twitter. Twitter is now X. Because that was the problem with Twitter. Twitter had the wrong name. That was the that was the that was the problem all along. We shouldn't have never called it Twitter. Also, we can't call them tweets anymore if it's not Twitter, right? What are they called? X's? Are we back to blurbs? We're going back to calling it a blurb. Elon Musk. Oh man, how did we not see that a that an autistic guy was going to be bad with social media? But at least Trump is back on Twitter, which is not Twitter, which is now X. I feel like they didn't really have a long meeting on the whole, on the, on the rebranding. It was like a five minute meeting and it was just, it was just Elon to X. Do you like X? X is good. X. X. Okay. And it was just a bunch of people being like, okay, this is what we're doing now. I don't know. Whatever. Still getting a paycheck. Spruce up the resume. Go to the next thing. Fuck, start your own social media. Maybe one that isn't so closely tied to the government. I'm pretty sure all these social media platforms have uh, 
government ties by now. That's the only reason why they're still alive. Remember the first, <clears throat> the first couple of social medias? They only they had this kind of natural life cycle, this lifespan, and they wouldn't be around more than like five, six years. And now Facebook has been here forever. It's fucking ugly. If you've ever been inside of a jail, that's what the Facebook wall, the background looks like. It's this powder blue and just like completely devoid of emotion or any kind of passion. <clears throat> and Twitter's always been horrible. I- I've tried Twitter like a couple times. The truth is there's no, there's no way to make it on Twitter or X. I'm, I'm, I'm referred to it as Twitter because this is like... This is like when I had a roommate that was trans and I had to learn a new name and then she decided to transition back into being a woman. She never actually transitioned and she actually never started dressing like a man. She just kind of changed names two times and the second time she changed names, it wasn't back to her original name. It was like this third different name and I couldn't remember her name anymore. Serenity. Her name was Serenity. I don't know if her name is still Serenity. She might have changed it again. Who the fuck knows? <clears throat> but it, it's like it's like that. I'm like, okay, I, need, I just need to refer to twitter as x i hope that didn't come off as phobic in any way i I support everyone's i support i really do uh (laughs) i hate that i have to take this pause i really do wholeheartedly support everyone's right to be themselves and whoever that is i wish i wish you luck on that path because it's not an easy thing a lot of the time anyway uh twitter being x god what the fuck was i just saying Oh yeah, I tried So the only way to make it on Twitter is to troll And I've seen people do that And it caused a lot of harm That's how Trump became president Is because the only way to make it on Twitter Is to troll And then Trump became this just expert troll South Park did a whole fucking arc about it You know, and they were, they were spot on They were spot on People were just, people were just having fun <clears throat> And it wasn't kids either It was full grown men It was middle aged men you know, late at night hiding from their wives and this is their cheap thrill. They have a glass of wine and they're tight. They're fucking starting wars. They're starting battles. And I did it a couple times too. I tried to write jokes on Twitter. They got zero traction. And you know what? These are good jokes. I've gone back and looked at these jokes and I'm like, you know what? And also people I know who are great joke writers, I see they get like seven likes on their shit. They've been at it for years and they're still getting like seven likes, maybe 20 likes at most. And the only way to get that high, high engagement is to be trolling somebody or to kind of already be famous. Or sometimes, once in a while, the algorithm just finds favor with you and blasts you out there. That happened to a friend of mine, and he said he got hooked on it. But, I mean, what's that going to get you, you know? <clears throat> he was already doing all right as a comedian, and he's doing the same now. Uh, and that's, what's, that's what has been wrong with Twitter, is that it's just this fucking cesspool. It's this megaphone. If opinions are assholes, then Twitter has been this asshole megaphone. And everyone, and it all stinks. It's horrible. And so I, tr- I tried to be on there. Really, I, I did a couple, I worked for a couple social media accounts, and so I had to be on Twitter. And during that time, I was trying to boost my own Twitter presence. And I was just like, ah, oh, this place sucks. I'm just going to stick to work. I'm just going to do what I'm supposed to do here. And that is, and these accounts were already popular in their own communities, and they would get engagement according to how popular they were in their own community. They weren't going to like reach the world or anything they weren't going to say anything groundbreaking that everybody was going to relate to and even if they did only so many people were going to see it (coughs) but twitter man elon musk also i want to say i don't think elon musk is what you would call autistic i know some people who are autistic and they just because he's a elon musk is a nerd and that's i feel like that's a different thing we're we're putting people on a spectrum it's like okay maybe you have some 
behaviors that are synonymous with it. But you're not. You had sex with you had sex and you had children with Grimes. You know, like Grimes, a hot pop artist. That's the American dream, by the way. You get rich and marry a pop artist. That's the fuck. That's the whole dream, right there. That's what I've always wanted for ever since a kid. Ever since a kid. Ever since I was in, I was in high school. I was. I want to marry a pop artist. I want to marry a pop artist. And I want to tell her how how much her music sucks. And then she'll then she'll then she'll be shout out the the pop whatever happens to pop artists when they're not pop artists anymore. And she'll be like, "You never supported me." And I'll be like, "Shut up." That was my whole thing. And here I am, never married a pop artist. You know what I mean? Is it too late? I don't know. Elon Musk still got to do it, so. Who knows? Who knows? Fingers crossed. Who would be the pop artist that I would marry? Uh, I feel like I wouldn't... Not, not Katy Perry. I would want... No, Dua Lipa. Oof. Dua Lipa. I don't know if Dua Lipa's ever going to get married. I don't even know if she's married right now. I think she has a boyfriend, right? I don't know. I don't keep up with pop culture. I've never kept up with pop culture. When I got into music, I got into, like, classic rock. I've, I've always fucking hated pop music. <clears throat> Excuse me. I never got into Papa Roach or Emo or Limp Biscuit. I was always more a Beatles kind of guy or maybe... um. What were the contemporary bands? I don't know, man. The early 2000s was a really dark time for music. There were really no good bands. I think at most, Modest Mouse was, like, listenable. Or Modest Yahoo. And he had, like, that one song... Or uh, now, like, indie music is becoming pop music, and that's kind of cool, even though they don't really play it too much on the radio. So I'll listen to, like, Steve Lacey or, like, Paramore or stuff like that, you know? I wish I would have known that MF Doom was around at that time. I only found out that MF Doom even exists after he died, which is, that's fucking tragedy. I always freak out about stuff like that. Like, I didn't find out about Bill Burr until I got into comedy, until I started doing comedy. And Bill, Bill Burr's been around the whole time. And it's not like Bill Burr wasn't funny. I check out Bill Burr from 2006. I think it was 2006. It was like the early 2000s. And he's still got hair. He's still got a full head of hair. And he's on Conan O'Brien. And the shit is fucking hilarious. I'm losing my shit. He was already funny. He was hilarious. He was amazing. And I didn't know he existed until he had already lost all his hair to alopecia and baldness, aging baldness, whatever. <coughs> Pardon me. Um, ooh, I wanted to share with you... How am I doing on time? I gotta see how I'm doing on time. I'm alright. It's almost time for me to take a shower. It's, uh... What time is it actually? Three... Okay. It's almost time for me to take a shower. Um, okay, so I want to talk to you about aliens. Number one, nobody's losing their shit. Because most of us kind of were already sure that aliens existed. I mean, if you, <clears throat> if you understand, even conceptually, just a little bit, the vastness of space and the universe, if you can somehow, if you can grasp that concept at all, then you're like, yeah, there's probably aliens. And, uh, and if there isn't terrestrial life, and I say terrestrial life because, like, life might have other ways to take shape that we don't, we maybe you can't fully wrap our brains around besides just being terrestrial. You know, it could be dimensional. It could be these other things that we don't really, yeah, again, can't wrap our brains around. <clears throat> the question I always ask is, can you imagine what you can't imagine? And the answer is no. You can only, you can only understand that like, okay, there could be other things that exist out there that I, 
not only don't fully understand, but maybe even if it was explained to me, would still be kind of left wondering what was just said. You know, like when someone explains the 10 dimensions of reality to you, physicists have discovered 10 dimensions of reality. And I really don't, <clears throat> I really don't even understand the, I don't understand it at all, really. Like if I'm, if I'm being honest, I don't understand it at all. They say we exist in the fourth dimension or the fifth dimension. I'm not even sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that the thing that really gets me is they say that each dimension exerts uh, exerts power or exerts a force on every dimension below it. And I, I wouldn't even know what dimensions that we exert influence over. So I don't understand it at all, really. But it's said to exist. I trust them. I believe them. And I don't understand it. So <clears throat> aliens, what we call aliens or not extraterrestrial or non-terrestrial beings. Okay. This is my theory. This is my theory. And it horrifies me to say it out loud, but it's not a new theory for me. It's something that like kind of got in my head a while ago. And, uh, when I went to college, I actually studied, a, I went, <clears throat> I took a lot of classes. Excuse me. I'm very phlegmy today. I'm very sorry. <clears throat> um, I, I took a lot of classes just to kind of research the dawn of human civilization. Like I took a lot of classes that were not in any way part of my major. Uh, and I was an English major, so it's not like my major was going to make me a whole lot of money or anything like that. <clears throat> and uh, I, I, so like, I, that's just to say that I already kind of thought this and I was looking for proof or proof to the contrary. The proof or proof to the contrary. And this is what I think. <clears throat> Excuse me. I am so sorry. I am so fucking phlegmy. I don't know what's going on. I tell you what, before I proceed, I'm going to take a sip of water and hope that I stop clearing my throat and breathing fucking loud. And I can say this without, I can say this uninterrupted. <clears throat> it is a popular belief that the aliens have been here the entire time. <clears throat> And I believe they introduced humans to uh, these very destructive ways of uh, harvesting energy because energy exists everywhere and you can harvest it almost any way uh, through kinetic energy, through solar power, through wind power, which is also kinetic energy, uh, through water, which is also kinetic energy. Energy is everywhere. And Nick, Nikola Tesla told us that well over 100 years ago, that there are safe, easy ways to harvest energy and it's everywhere. It's literally everywhere. But we decided to use oil and nuclear power, the most destructive ways to harvest energy. And I believe that the aliens <clears throat> kind of showed this to captains of industry to rig the world like a time bomb. That's if you think about all the oil wells and all the nuclear plants that are everywhere, it's uh, it's more than enough. If just a couple of those things uh, fucked up, for lack of a better way to say it. It's more than enough, is all I'll say. I don't want to finish that statement because it horrifies me to think about it. And I get horrified regularly thinking about it. I've been horrified for a long time thinking about it. And so when you think about how annoying climate change activists are, just think how horrified they are all the time. I choose to be horrified and quiet about it because, like I said, I have things to say on a lot of topics. I know that most people don't want to hear them. And if they're not horrifying, they're at least very boring. 
So I keep my mouth shut and people think I'm a shy person or maybe that I think I'm better than them. I'm not sure exactly what they think I think. I don't, I'm not sure what people think of me, but that's where that's coming from. When I'm quiet, when I'm reticent, when, I don't, when it seems like I don't have much to say, I'm really doing it for the benefit of the other person. I'm, I'm not going to go there for you. Also, also, if I feel like what I have to contribute to the conversation isn't helpful, like, okay, I just said all those things and what are you going to do about it? The oil wells are already there. The nuclear plants are already there. What are you going to do about it? You know? Um, and that's why I shut the fuck up most of the time <laughs> is what I'll say. So that's my theory. I just wanted, I just wanted to say it and it's, it's okay. So I'm done with that. There's nothing else to say about it. Outside of that, the rents still do. You know what I mean? That's why nobody's making a big deal out of the aliens. Number one, we were already pretty sure there were aliens. Most people were. Number two, what are you going to do about it? You still got to go to work. You still got to pay the rent. You still got to commute. You know what I mean? Your quality of life isn't changing just because of this awareness. You know what would change? If you were aware of a better, easier, more efficient way to make money or to farm at home and create more healthy food. That's my goal in life. To farm at home and create more healthy food and sustain myself. I know that I would have to go to the market for some things, but I would love to largely be self-sustaining. And I, I've achieved that. Like at some point in my life, I farmed a lot of the food that we ate and we were healthier and we got sick less. And it was, it was the whole thing, man. It was really great. Of course, you know, there's work involved and you have to fight off the bugs or whatever. There's a lot of things that you learn about the bugs too. And I would love to get on that <laughs> in a different podcast, but I, I really became obsessed with ants and I would love to write a book about ants like an ant like a fictional book like an ant love story because ants just like they there's only one ant that fucks in the whole colony and they only fuck once so sex isn't really a big part of their life but it's a very necessary part of their life it's insane so i would love to write an ant love story and then like love destroys the whole their entire way of life i think that i think that would be a beautiful a poignant sort of fictional tale i don't know how i would write it i would love to do it though that's actually my first love is writing i've written a couple books nobody cares i wrote redfish bluefish fish you fish some people care someone mentioned it the other night and it really touched my heart but i didn't want to stay on it because we were doing a show i feel like i'm talking fast it's because i feel a little rushed i have to get off pretty soon and i want to leave on a high note i don't want to leave on this downer of these things that i just mentioned of twitter sucking and uh aliens but you still gotta pay rent and you know we're going through this uh economic crisis and who knows if there's any end to it i'm just want to be a working comedian i don't want to end on all that i want to end on this shane gillis just put out a special i don't know if he just put out a special but it just popped up in my netflix feed and you know what i'm surprised that i really enjoy it <clears throat> i'm like halfway through it i'm like two-thirds of the way through it and uh i really i've seen some clips of shane gillis and I don't care for people who prod the audience, I guess. You know, entertain me. Like, don't call me a dumbass. Like, I'm fucking, I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm here. I'm watching. Especially those people there, they paid. They paid. So, like, meet them halfway. So, when he's like, calls the audience some fucking pussies, I'm just like, I don't know, man. Write a better joke. Make sure it relates better. Just call them a fucking. Because I see that in my own life. Um. Oh, I forgot to mention in the recap, right? Remember? I did a recap up top. Also, that Thursday show that I was talking about the last couple of ex episodes, it's gone. But maybe not permanently. We're talking about maybe switching it to another venue. I don't know. Also, 
the I'm, I work at the Hollywood Comedy, and it's getting fucking weird there. And so I might leave there soon too. And so it's kind of a weird time for me because I was making money doing comedy, not a lot, but uh, the show wasn't great. And if you've listened to the previous episodes, you you know why. And I would really just rather do a better show. And I would love to ha- create uh, a great positive experience for comics and also have a better experience myself. Like, it's nice training with weights on, but you know what's even better? Just doing comedy. Anyway, Shane Gillis. I really like his style. I mean, I don't... I, I've only caught these small clips because, like I said, I wasn't a fan of those clips. So even when it was, like, a full show, like, halfway through, I'm just like, ah, this guy's just, like, making an art out of being an asshole. And that's cool for some people, but uh, I don't care for it. I'm going to take another sip of water to make sure I don't get phlegmy on you again. One second. I'm also going to make a conscious effort to slow down my speech. I know that I'm a little bit of a mumbler. So, I'm going to slow down. I feel like I'm talking fast. I'm also very highly caffeinated right now. Um, But that's kind of nothing new. I'm always caffeinated when I do the podcast. Okay. So, Shane Gillis. I love it. I love his conversational style. I feel like a lot of these comics, like Patrice O'Neill, like Shane Gillis... And uh, I hope I'm not offending anybody by putting those two in the same category. I know that people really idolize uh, Patrice O'Neill. He never got to meet his due because, you know... Excuse me. Incidentally, that's my, that's my gripe with Patrice O'Neill was that he, his, his humor was very old school. And to me, it's just uh, like we need to leave the old school in the old, you know? Like one of his big bits on elephant in the room was like don't improve yourself don't keep on improving yourself after a certain age don't and you know what he died from not improving himself so i'll just i mentioned it once to like some friends and they kind of like they're like okay well that you have a point there but they still hated me for not it's not that i dislike patrice o'neill i just kind of thought i'm like yeah i mean i could see how he would have been one of the great comics but i wonder how he would have fared in the whole this cultural shift that's happened between 2016 and now i wonder how he would have fared because he died just immediately before it if i'm not mistaken anyway i find that these comics who are i'm going to call them personality comics they're chatters they're chatty that's shane gillis right he's on a topic and then he's got some segue no not segues he's got some um he trails off into another bit right is it a segue? It's not a segue. It's something else. But, uh, you know, okay, so you're on a topic, and then, then you're introducing the topic, and by virtue of that, you're kind of on a different topic, right? And uh, I think of it as kind of like leaves. What, what do you call it? It's like the, the leaves opening a flower, right? There are leaves before a flower happens, and so you, you got the leaves. Okay, we will get the leaves first. That's the setup. That's before I even get to this, you know? And that's, that's really how I like to do comedy. I feel like it's more relatable. It's kind of closer to my style. So these comics that I don't really care for, initially at least, it seems to be more my style. I mean, really, like, I love Bill Burr. I love uh, Dave Chappelle back when he used to tell jokes. I love um, Louis C.K. My God. I mean, the guy is just so prolific. So is Bill Burr. I mean, I just saw the Monday Morning Podcast 
like it's a televised right he was doing a uh he was doing a series at the troubadour here in la and i fucking didn't see it at all i'm so bummed i never have money or time to go to these awesome live shows it's one of the sins of my life that i'm not traveled and i don't go to hardly any live shows and uh he's just talk he's just talking for two hours and it's not material but he's thought of it some you know he's given it some thought how is he going to recap what happened to him this week or today or whatever i love it that's my style man just talking just talking relating relating life finding funny stuff in there in my everyday life whenever i'm having a conversation because i'm a storyteller and it's just something i do regularly when i'm when i'm interacting with people i'll have people accusing me of doing a bit are you doing a bit at me right now that's what they'll say are you bidding at me right now i'm like no man this is just what happened this is this is how i've learned how to relate a story to a person um I kind of want to leave it right there. I had this other tangent I wanted to go on. Um, but I'm pressed for time. I still got to take a shower. I haven't taken a shit yet today. I got to keep these things in mind. My shits take really long. That's all I'll say. And if I haven't taken... Usually right when I'm trying to leave the house, my body's like, no, wait, you you forgot one thing. And then I have to... I'm, 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 I'm like in line to be early somewhere. I'm like... I'm like, yeah, this is the time I should be leaving to be early. And then my body's like, nah, man, you forgot one thing, bro. You got to go take a shit. Got to go take a shit, bro. And then that's 20 minutes later. Now I'm late. Now I'm late. So I got to keep that in mind. I got to take a shower. I might have to take a shit. We'll see. Uh, I'm in a rush. And uh, I'm at least feeling good that I didn't depress you at the end of the podcast. That is my goal. And by gum, I feel like I've put more jokes in this one that I normally do. I'm trying to stay up more, stay more upbeat, right? I actually, speaking of Bill Burr, I got the idea to do this format of the podcast from Bill Burr. When I first got into him, I really started digging, started digging through his stuff. And I saw the, the Monday morning podcast. He's been doing it for years and he's just staying consistent with it. And then, you know, I'm sure nobody gave a shit for a long time. And then something happens and... And people are able to point at this backlog of stuff you've done and just see that, like, your work is consistent. And and it doesn't have to be this well-orchestrated thing with a whole bunch of people and great production value. I hope to achieve that. But I don't want it to get in the way of me coming across and effectively branding myself as the bad motherfucker named Gino. So thank you, Bill Burr, for that inspiration. And just showing me... Sometimes someone just needs to show you that it can be done. It's just the simplest idea. Just scream into your phone, man. It doesn't fucking matter. Some people love it. Some people some people could give a shit. Who cares? So with that, I'm out. <clears throat> Thank you, Bill Burr. You don't know who I am, but I fucking love you. I love all of you too, listening. Hey, man, I literally could not do it without you. Um, I hope you're having a great day. Uh, I love that we've we have this haze. It's been really hot. We didn't have much of a summer, but the, sum- but the summer that we have had has been intense. It's been intense and very humid. Uh, we had a... F- we had... <laughs> we had, like... They told us there was going to be a hurricane, and then there wasn't. Anyway, th- that was a weird thing that happened, or didn't happen, or whatever. Uh, here in California, if you've been paying attention, they told us there was going to be a hurricane, like, two Sundays ago. And I kind of, like, felt it not... C- just because when there's a hurricane in Hawaii... They tell you how fast the winds are, 50 miles an hour, 60 miles an hour. And when it was coming to us, they said, 
a potential gusts of i hope i didn't say this on the last podcast like potential gusts i'm all okay well tell me what the gusts are now man um so i'm just like it really kind of just seems like they're they committed to this thing three days ago and even if it's dying down they're not really going to tell us and my poor family my poor family boarded up their windows because my dad has lived through real real weather in his past and lived in new york and his you know his sister had to be boarded up in her house and all that stuff you know uh anyway but it's been hazy uh the short summer that we have had i mean it's not over uh historically the hottest day of the year has been in september so we're just now in september so it's not over over but we've been getting these nice hazy days and i appreciate them i don't know what other people think but i really like them and i really appreciate the fall uh i hope to accomplish a couple of goals before the fall hits that is my goal before the, before the fall actually officially hits i hope to accomplish a couple of i'm sorry to be fumbling over my words here during this very long drawn out sign off but um yeah before the fall hits the, i hope to have a couple things in the bag and uh, i'll keep i'll keep you updated and uh i'm i'm glad to have you listening i'm so thankful i'm so thankful for all my inspirations out there who like largely don't know i exist i'm so glad that you know that i exist and maybe if you enjoy what i'm saying and what i'm doing you'll go ahead and give it a share whenever i uh whenever i post the uh the promo on instagram or what have you uh check me out on tiktok I- i'm i'm doing stuff every single day it's a uh, broken bougie comedy on tiktok and uh uh, we will be putting out content shortly at the on our Instagram, Broken Bougie Comedy, same name. And uh, hopefully it will translate to uh, some work in the future. That is what I'm hoping. Thank you all for joining me. Hope you're having a good day, night, evening, whatever time of the day is for you, whatever part of the 24-hour cycle. I'm glad to be talking at you, to you, with you, in your bathroom, washing the dishes, in your car, trying to lull you to sleep whatever would have you therapeutically keeping the intrusive thoughts out of your head that's what some people use podcasts for uh i love you all and uh peace and love